0: hello and welcome to poetic the podcast with me chloe taylor if you are new here um hello my name is chloe taylor but everybody calls me chloe thank you so much for tuning in it means absolute world to me if you listen to my three other episodes and you would know that i have taken a quick break from the from my podcast considering i was really Doing it on a schedule, and then I really wanted to take a step back because I did jump into it super, super fast, which is totally cool. But I really wanted to take a step back to really think about how I wanted this to be set up, the things I wanted to talk about, my goals for it. And although I definitely think it did work out in some stances, before my my last three episodes were very much written down. They, um, I did take a lot of notes, but I really wanted to try and film an episode that isn't scripted and very much just kind of raw as if I was having a conversation. And I'm really going to try my best. I don't know how this is going to work out. I really had a topic in mind that I wanted to talk about today. And that's why I'm going to go ahead and record this. I literally just whipped out my microphone and my my phone and just said, fudge it, <laughs> let's try it. So today's topic is going to um, focus on Protection, as in protection that you look from and from, like the protect the kind of protection you look for in another person. Whether that's you know physically protecting you, whether that's mentally, as in being there for you, protecting your mental health. Especially when you care for somebody, you go out of your way to protect them, make sure that they're always feeling good about themselves. And this is something that I have struggled with for a hot second. Um, I will dive deeper into this as we go on, but this is a very touchy kind of multi-leveled, level excuse me, topic. It has a lot of different meaning to me. This is something that I've really thought about for a while now, so I want to really break this down, really see, um, you know, what comes out of this conversation, and I'm sure that there's somebody out there that will relate if not then I hope you can understand but if you can relate just know that you're not alone this is something that a lot of people deal with and this is something that I'm reminding myself that I'm not alone in my struggles and yeah so let's jump right into it so when I say protection I think it it can mean a lot of different things especially when it comes to protecting one's mental health mental like state of mind if that makes any sense at all You know the way a person feels somebody that you care about I think that this is something that is kind of complicated in my life because when I am friends in a romantic relationship care about a person at the very least something my way of showing like my love language in the way I show somebody that I love them what in whatever case that may be is protection or or protection loyalty kind of they all fall in the same category I will, I'm a very ride or die kind of person, I will fight for you, with you, by your side till the end of time. This is something that I find really value, this is something that I value in other people and something that I try my best to go above and beyond for, especially for the people that I love. So when I hear that somebody is going through a hard time, whether that might be, might have to do with another person, whether that's. A, a physical struggle that they're going f- through anything that kind of falls under that category I am very loyal to them as in and protective over them very very protective and I notice this in myself as I've gotten older and have made more friends because that is something that I do immediately I am very protective I'm very aware if they tell me you know the, the hot drama whatever the case may be I am very aware and I'm very protective of them just as a person. And I, when I noticed this, I wanted to try and understand why. Why this is the case. Because I, although I know that there's people out there that I'm sure are the same way, I have yet to kind of meet somebody that's like that is very similar to me in that way and like I said that doesn't mean that they're not out there it just means that for me that is has been really difficult for me to find and it's hard because just as much as I like to give that and make sure that it is known that I have your back you do not need to worry I will fight for you till the death I feel like I also in some sense look for that in other people as well and I have had a really hard time finding it. And like I said, I, it, it immediately sparked the question of why? Why haven't I been able to find somebody? Why is this? why am I why is this such a priority to me, but not to other people? And not necessarily in a negative way when I think about this, It's just the genuine curiosity of it. And I try to look through things. I know it's kind of corny, but I like to look through things out of kind of a poetic, very lighthearted and delicate way of thinking, and I know I normally say that at the beginning of my podcast, and like I always say, you know everything about this life in one way or another is poetic in the way that people go about it, and whatever the the case may be and I try and look at things like I said through a very delicate lens because I feel like when you get down to the nitty gritty the little things that sometimes you over- most of the time you overlook that's when you can find the root cause of whatever the whatever the case may be whatever the emotion is the action etc etc so for here I really for months and this has been this is something that I've probably really dove into when it comes to like within myself for a while now I would even go as far as say year a year and a half and especially as I've had this lack of almost loyalty in my life like I said, not even just friends, just in life in general, people, hearing about other people and hearing about other people's relationships or friendships or acquaintances or mentors, whatever the case may be, family members, parents. And I'm going to go down a list of the things that I've found within myself and where I've gotten this protection, like this instinct to protect from. And I think that as a child, this is something that I really struggled with. Now, maybe when, on another episode, we can dig a little deeper into this. But when I was younger, my parents divorced when I was in the third grade. And that was extremely difficult for me. A little bit of backstory, both my parents are in the military. My dad deployed to Afghanistan and Iraq. My mom deployed to Iraq. Um, my dad did a eight-month tour in i in afghanistan and then he came back and when he came back um about two months i mean about two weeks later i would say two probably like a month actually he had moved out and my parents were divorced and like i said i took it very very hard extremely hard um my dad you know as a lot of people struggle with he had really bad ptsd um i'm the oldest of three siblings um, Or, like, there's three of us and I'm the oldest. Um, There's three girls. We're all girls. My dad's kids are all girls. And it was really hard for me. And when I was younger, and especially when this took place, my mom got, you know, she um, started dating somebody pretty quickly. And that was really hard for me. I felt immediately, and this is not only from parents, I would say, but just kind of the world in general. When I was younger, I looked for this sense of protection constantly. This sense of, if you fall, I'm gonna catch you. If somebody treats you shitty, then I'm going to be there for you. If somebody hurts you, then I will make it right. If somebody makes you feel less than, then I will handle it. That kind of stepping forward and that loyalty, that protection is something that I've always looked for. And I'm not saying I didn't 100% of the time not get it, but I still looked for it and was really struggling in finding it. It was almost impossible. And I'm 17 now. I'll be 18 in just a few weeks. And it is still something that I struggle with now. And, again, something that I would love to dig in deep into is, you know, really making peace with your inner child that is something that I honestly don't know if I'm completely have the how I would like to break that down because I feel like that's such a heavy topic but kind of diving into that a little bit looking back and I kind of am every time every single time at this point in my life when I find that I'm not feeling protected or I'm feeling protective of myself I am immediately confronted with my inner child with that little girl who wanted to feel protected, who wanted to feel the shadow of somebody's wings wrapping around them and just feeling safe and warm. And I make it a priority in my life all the time to make sure that if somebody is in my life and I care about them and they add value to my life and vice versa, then I will make sure that I do that for somebody before anything because that is something that I have lacked I feel in my life and don't get me wrong I'm not talking about you know down about my parents at all or anybody who was in my life when I was younger but everybody I feel like has something going on and you know I'm older and I've kind of learned a little bit more about that time but I think that that is the first reason that I was when I really started deep digging deep into this topic. I was immediately confronted with my younger child and what she would have wanted, the things she would have done anything for, the things that she longed for, the people, the kind of people she longed for in her life, you know, anybody just sticking up for her, having somebody having her back, that was so important to her. And I feel that looking at my younger self, my baby self, my tween self, looking at her as another person and thinking about her and being protective over her has something has been something that has brought me extreme closure in the things that I struggle with the things that I long for what would she have wanted and now that I'm at a place where I'm older and I'm becoming an adult a young adult I make it imperative to make sure that I do those things for myself now and i'm going to dive re- deep into this too in a future sh- in a few short minutes but like i said that was the first thing that i found is the reason i feel that way and the reason i i really gravitate towards that is because i don't feel that i really had that growing up and when i did i still longed for more and I once I kind of realized this I really dug deeper and said okay what are these instances you know having somebody's back is such a blanket statement and I dove, kept diving further and further and further into what it is that I wanted and what kind of quote-unquote protection did I long for and I think more than anything it was emotional protection and even now You know, having somebody defend your feelings, your emotions, your way of thinking, your individuality, whatever the case may be, having somebody that understood that, but not only understood that, respected it enough to say, that is valid and that is okay. And whatever happens, whatever anybody else says, I'm going to defend you on that. I'm going to have your back. I never... Or let me rephrase maybe not never but rarely felt that as a kid and like I said when I did feel it I I was wanting for more because once I got a taste of it and then I didn't have it in times moving forward it frustrated me and of course as a kid like I think I think that it's hard enough to really have a voice like if you've heard a Taylor Swift song of course (laughs) There's a line in one of her songs called, in, um, in Cardigan, where it says, when you are young, they assume you know nothing. And when I heard that, that resonated huge because I think that's another thing that us as a society do wrong. And I hope, and I know in my life, I'm going to make sure that I try not to do this. But something that I feel like we all do, especially as younger kids, it's not necessarily written off, but it's hard. We don't try and understand it enough. When a kid is upset, or a child, or a young child, or somebody that's like a tween, 12, 13, whatever the case may be, I think that for me, it was hard for me to get somebody's attention and not write it off because I was a child. And I feel like the people that didn't necessarily write it off on purpose, they were just having a hard time understanding because they weren't listening correctly. And when I say listening correctly, I mean listening to understand listening with an open mind. What can, what knowledge can I gain from you? How can I understand what you're trying to say to me? And I felt like very alone and I've touched on this in one of my first episodes. I think feeling alone and feeling lonely are two very different things. And sure, the dictionary will probably beg to differ. If if not, it does beg to differ. But in my life, feeling alone I feel like is a very physical word as in like physically feeling like you have nobody around you feeling lonely is like you could have the world around you and you feel like you're by yourself and not feeling protected as a kid made me feel lonely it made me feel like nobody understood like nobody like the the emotions that I was feeling weren't valid and like I said this isn't against anybody I just think now that I'm older and I'm able to put these feelings in words that are easier to understand I think that that's where you know the connection lies not necessarily against a person or people but this is just what I have come to terms with and if somebody hears this and Huh, like maybe I'm going to listen to so-and-so more. Whatever the case may be, that is my goal in touching on this topic. And like I said, maybe moving back a few steps. Feeling lonely is something that from the second my parents divorced... And even a little bit before that is something that I've always struggled with. And now at 17, almost 18, follows me almost everywhere I go. It's something that I deal with on a daily basis. I can't even tell you how many people have told me, You are not alone. I'm here for you. Reach out. Give me a call if you need it. And honestly, in times of feeling lonely, the last thing that I think about is calling somebody because. When you see somebody is physically upset, it's easy to say, right, call me if you need it, you know, reach out if you need it, whatever the case may be, that's easy. But when somebody looks like they're perfectly fine, but really their soul is just depleted, that's when it's hard to reach out or for me that's when it was hard to ask for help or just ask for somebody's company whether it was just talking heck just listening is because I knew in their mind well hey Chloe looks like she's fine she's great she's talkative she looks like she's doing great but really the loneliness from feeling so by myself and feeling like nobody could understand what I was saying like I wasn't protected like I was on another planet that is something like I said carry has carried throughout my whole entire life. And I hope to go deeper into that those specific instances as this podcast goes along. But like I said, I really did want to take a short break and just break these things down into the smallest portions possible because I feel like when these things are break broken down, it's easier to cope with and to heal from when you have a blanket a blanket statement that you're trying to navigate towards it's very difficult and it's almost like where do I start but when it's just one small topic like I said for me finding the little things that bother me the little tiny things that bother me are has something that has slowly but surely helped my soul heal and my heart heal and I encourage you to do the same thing to look at the little things, the things that almost people look over like, "ah, eh, that's not that big of a deal. For me, the things that I've heard people or even heard myself every once in a while overlook or say weren't important are the things that were bothering me or hurting me mentally the most, that were depleting my cup, that were depleting my happiness, that were taking away from my joy. It was those little things that I constantly was overlooking that, were really hurting me. And with all of that, you know, realizing where this sense of wanting to protect people, that, you know, part of it, I now look forward and say, okay, what do I do with this? And I've put a lot of thought into this part, honestly, because I didn't know, I honestly didn't know (laughs) for a while. I didn't know where to even start. How do I... Change almost my way of thinking when it comes to this sense of protection. Where do I, how do I find protection within myself? How how do I do that? And that is something that I have really thought about. Has taken up probably seventy percent of my daily thoughts, and. I'm going to share with you the few things that I have found. And I honestly think that this is something that's going to continue to evolve and change daily, weekly. And maybe in, in the far future we can touch on this subject again in another episode and kind of see where we're at. But as of right now, my main priority has been finding enough protection within myself. I'm, I don't need anybody to protect me. I don't need anybody to validate my feelings. I don't need anybody to tell whoever it is, you know, don't, don't like leave her alone. Don't talk to her like that. Don't do this. Don't do that. I, I have, that has been my goal for the longest time. And I finally feel like for the first time in a long time, I am able to do that. And this is how I'm going to jump right into breaking it down. I um, I started jotting down so I could physically see what are the things that I feel like I need protection, in which I need protection most. The first thing that I found was putting my mental health first, saying, I don't want to do that. I am not feeling okay right now, and it's okay that I'm not at my best right now. When I was younger, I would have days where I was struggling on another level. I wasn't sleeping. I was, you know, I would look back and even say depressed, especially with dealing with depression and anxiety now, currently looking back, I see that in my little self. And I would go as far as to say, even in those like, I wanted somebody to validate that. I wanted somebody to understand that what I was going through was a real thing. This wasn't because I was little. This wasn't because I was a child. This wasn't because I I wanted attention. This wasn't because I didn't know what I was talking about. This was because I was genuinely struggling. And I wanted somebody to say, yep, you know, you're okay, Chloe. And I love you. And I see you. And I don't necessarily understand, but it's, you're allowed to feel upset and i never thought i never excuse me i never felt that when i was younger and i would like to continue to preface this isn't against anybody because everything is a learning curve and everything is a chance i look at everything as a chance to grow and with this knowledge now i make it imperative to not only tell other people but to remind myself whether it's writing it on my mirror, writing it in a notebook, writing it in a, just anywhere that I can see it. Your feelings are valid. Saying that to myself, if you're having a crappy day today, that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not wanting attention. That, I mean, that doesn't mean that you're looking for attention, excuse me. That doesn't mean that you're being a crappy friend that one single day. That doesn't mean that you're, you know these you're just having you're in this phase where you're not feeling okay that means that you're not feeling okay that you're not doing great and that's perfectly okay because you're a human being and I remember as a little girl feeling so depleted of any energy and just so mentally exhausted and feeling like nobody understood and I make at a point to be patient with myself so I can understand that and in that and when I'm able to do that when people don't understand it's not a problem for me because I understand and I know that what I'm going through is is not easy and when I'm able to do that it makes those people that don't understand it makes it makes me be able to be okay with it And not lose sleep over it. Not obsessively think about it. And that is something that's very new for me. And heck, I can't do that every time. I am not perfect. I definitely have times where I am upset. But I feel like I can recover from those hard times more so than I could before. Really looking into this. And that is imperative. And I encourage you to do the same thing. To validate your own emotions and struggles to yourself not and that being enough for you and as you do it as you do it as you do it it becomes a routine your brain won't even think twice and I think that it's imperative that you do that because it's when you're able to do that that when people that you feel should protect you and there are not in whatever the way in whatever the word protection means for you when you don't feel that from somebody else it's okay because you understand and you are enough I like to say you know stop going to others to fill your cup when you have a shit ton of water already excuse my language but that is what I always remind myself that is what I always try and say to myself and that and when you're able to do that, when people do protect you and do understand, it's simply a bonus. It's not, you know, your 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 validation when it comes to your emotions doesn't lie in the hands of other people. And that is huge. That allowed me to heal on a on a whole nother level. And I feel like that was the first step of allowing myself to protect my own heart and my own soul. And continuing on on the things that I wish I had another thing is protecting myself when I feel like other people are doing me wrong and this one man I could talk for hours on this hours and hours but I'm gonna try and you know you know cut straight to the point I have when I was younger I would have people and also honestly on this specific layer of it i would even say now as i'm like i said about to be 18 even now people will do me wrong and will make me feel upset and i'll look to other people to a validate that it was wrong and b to stick up for me and when neither of those things happened it was extremely upsetting to the point where i would feel like i was the dumb you know what for feeling the way that I was feeling and I tried to I wanted to try and understand where that was coming from and I you know I just you know went through that but now as I'm getting older realizing that some if somebody does you wrong you don't need somebody else to validate that it was wrong if somebody hurts you you don't need somebody else to tell you that they hurt you. If you feel like they you were done wrong, like somebody mistreated you, like somebody talked down to you, like somebody hurt your feelings, like somebody is emptying your cup, if you feel that way, then that's it. That's all the validation you, you need. And this is something, when I say this to you, the listener, I'm also very much saying this to myself, and this is what I say to myself, they are not in your shoes They are not, they were not the one being mistreated. So why do you need somebody else's approval that you were mistreated? And like I said, these are still things that I struggle with. These are still things that I actively deal with. But that is one thing. If somebody mistreats you, and I would not only, sorry, just take a step back. I would not only want them to kind of validate it, I would want them to stick up for me. I would want them to say, no, don't talk to Chloe like that. Don't. I would, when I was younger, man, I would look for anybody, everybody and anybody to have my back, to openly have my back and to not be shy about it, to not care about the possibility of confrontation, to openly say, no, that's wrong. Whether it was a friend, a family member, whatever the case may be, and I could, I honestly, I think maybe two instances where I can genuinely say that some I felt like somebody did that completely and wholeheartedly. So, I wanted to find out what I could do to stop looking for that in other people, and start looking for that within myself. And now I try to, and like I said, this is something that's very. It's continuous. It's something I, always, I deal with still right now. You don't need somebody else to protect you because you are enough protection. And that is something that I forever and will forever remind myself is, yes, that little girl did deserve somebody to stick up for her. She should have had somebody to openly stick up for her. So you want to know who that person's going to be? Me. I'm going to. Because nobody else could do it the way she wanted, so I'm going to. And that motivation to be the person that I wish I had at that point in time in my life will forever drive me to stick up for myself, to have my own back, to be a ride or die for myself, for my soul, for my heart. That drives me still and right now. That drives me more than anything. And, man, I hope and pray that I can make her proud. And am. If she could, if that's, I think about that daily. And that is what, that is what drives me. And I'm going to kind of really touch on one more thing. And like I said, maybe in the future we can kind of touch base again. And... See where we're at. See if we may, we've made any progress. Um, but lastly, putting my self-worth in others and when I didn't feel that they stepped up for me, I thought that that was my fault that it was because whatever the person was related to me by, whether it was I wasn't a good enough family member, I wasn't a good enough person, I wasn't a good enough friend, I wasn't a good enough daughter, I wasn't a good enough sister, because what if I was a good enough sister, daughter, friend, whatever the case may be, they would have stuck up for me, right? They would have done that, but it's my fault. No. Forget that. Forget that way of thinking. Leave it at the door and don't look back. Slam that crap and walk away. Because I have found that the second I realized that I was doing that, I became outraged. And thinking, you know, when did that start happening? When did my other people not stepping up as they should or I feel that they should? Why? Because they are not stepping up. Why does that lie on my shoulders? Why is that my problem? When I realized this and almost allowed myself to get angry about it is when I really started to make a change. And I've seen the change in myself. I've seen the change within my heart and my soul. And I've allowed my that to kind of settle a little bit. And with that, I want to remind you, you only know... You are the only one that knows the things that you've gone through. The thoughts that you think the battles that you face the scars that you carry whether that's you know on your heart or on your soul or on your mind whatever the case may be you know you and your heart and I know a lot of people have you know different emotions about this statement but I stand by your heart might you know be a little impulsive sometimes your heart might, you know, go after, dive right into things sometimes. But it is, in, it is never in with the intention of hurting you. Whatever you decide to do, your body is not gonna actively try and hurt itself you are not going into a friendship that ends up ending crappy you don't go into that friendship thinking that it's gonna end crappy you don't go into that relationship thinking that it's gonna end crappy you don't go into that conversation thinking it's gonna be a crap show you don't that's not in your brain your heart will always have the best intention for you whether that whatever that outcome is it depends and it it fluctuates but the initial intention is do, it's doing what's best for you and i am a firm believer in that so i ask you to not place your worth in the in the hands of other people in the hands of people that don't understand what you're going through that of people that don't walk in your shoes on the daily the people that are not you the people that don't understand don't do that to yourself you will never it'll you will be a dog chasing your tail because you are the only you you are the only person that knows the battles that you faced the wars that you've won you are the only people that know that so don't give other people the power to dictate How valuable you are as a person especially the people that don't deserve it don't do it to yourself and with that I'm gonna start to close my last message is and I say this to myself and I want and I think I'm gonna do my next episode about my inner child I think that that'll be really beneficial not only for me but I hope for the people that listen the last thing that I want to leave you with is this do what you little you wish that somebody else would have done for you think about what that little girl or boy what they longed for the people that they longed for the actions that they longed for the protection that they longed for be that for them be that person that they wanted Make them proud. Make yourself proud. And when you're able to do that, the protection and love from other people will simply be a bonus. It will not be essential. It will be a bonus. (laughs) So with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the absolute world to me. I hope you know that you are loved you are worthy you are beautiful inside out you are so unique I love you I hope you are doing okay I hope you're able to remind yourself how loved you are how beautiful you are be kind to yourself today tell yourself that you love yourself tell yourself that you are worthy of happiness and tell yourself how proud of you you are and don't ever forget that. I love you and thank you so much again for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.